Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Well, Trump's in court for state fraud, but the Attorney General Letitia James once said, it's my job as Attorney General to make sure the president is not making money on any foreign business dealings. This has nothing to do with foreign business dealings. And by the way, Congress is empowered to oversee the president of the United States, not the Attorney General of the state of New York. This is a total, utter sham. But hey, it's only helping Trump politically. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. It is Monday. What another violent weekend in Philadelphia. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. And please, please do not pull the fire alarm at all during the show today. And if you do, please don't come up with a lame excuse like you just thought it was the, the exit door and instead you thought you just pulled the fire alarm. Uh, That's what Representative Jamal Bowman has said, of course. He uh, should be arrested and indicted for interfering with an official official congressional proceeding, uh, but he won't because he's a Democrat and nothing happens to them. Uh, So there we go. All right, we got a busy day, a busy show, a lot to break down for you, a lot to get to. Ukraine's border matters a whole lot more than the border of the United States of America. Remember that. Please, don't forget it for a moment. you got to be more concerned with Ukraine's border and not the border of the United States of America. All right? If you are concerned with the United States border, you just want Putin to win. Okay? That's what it really comes down to. You just want Putin to win, and uh, you, you hate democracy. At least that's what the Democrats and the White House keep saying over and over again. You just hate democracy and you are a Putin lover. The governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, of course, comes out and says, hey, you know what? Um, Here's the thing. Uh, We know for a fact that the border is absolutely being overrun. But here's what she says. And this is fascinating. She actually comes out and says that it's Republicans fault that the border is being overrun. It's a, it's Republicans' fault. Now, I don't know how in God's name you can say it's a Republicans' fault. I have no idea how you can figure that out. But again, it's, it's not a situation where you have to use logic or reason or anything like that. You just have to go with it. 
And then you go, okay, fine. Meanwhile, in New York City, it's being gripped by violence, just like Philadelphia. The prosecutor there, the attorney general there, much more concerned with going after a guy named Donald Trump than they are with going after actual criminals. Trump had a lot to say today, and we've got a lot of audio for you of what he had to say at the start of the fraud trial. But basically, I'll sum it up like this for you. Uh, it's a racist attorney general and a and a fraud of a prosecutor who's more concerned with getting Trump than getting the criminals. The judge actually smirked today with a big smile on his face before he started the proceedings. And um, that's where we are. Uh, that's where we are. Uh, and, 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 and I'm telling you right now, so if you want to question the circus in New York City, realize that it's almost like these people should give Trump an in-kind contribution for his campaign. Because that's what that's what that's what it's doing. It's helping him. But let's look at the actual legal issue at hand here. So the the the, the idea is that he defrauded people by saying that his banks or his buildings were worth a lot more than what the state of New York says they are. The attorney general of New York, the state of New York, they believe the government should decide what things are worth, not the marketplace. The collective, the central planning committee, they should decide the worth of things. That's what this really comes down to. What is something worth in life? It's worth whatever someone is willing to pay for it. Bottom line, there was a house recently in New Jersey. It went for $90,000 over asking price. And it was, it was they, had, they had, I think, 65 offers on the house or something. Now, it's, it's possible that um, maybe the house isn't worth that much in terms of what the state would think. But it doesn't matter because somebody's willing to pay it. So then it's worth that. It's worth what somebody's willing to pay. Take Mar-a-Lago, for example. Mar-a-Lago, the judge says, is only worth $18 million. Now, I've been there. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful private club with beautiful cabanas on the seaside, lavish ballrooms and swimming pools, and it's gorgeous. It's an absolutely gorgeous place. There was a little shack on the Jersey Shore. I think it was in Ocean City. I forget exactly the town. I could find it, but it's not relevant. But $10 million. Ten, record price, $10 million for a little shack that's on the oceanfront. Now, somebody's going to come in and tear that down, and then they're going to build a monstrosity in its place. But they paid $10 million for it. What they're really paying for is the land. They're really paying for that. They're not going to live in that house. Is it worth $10 million, that little shack? Yes. You know how I know? Somebody paid that. That's how I know. But the collective, the Central Planning Commission, they don't believe you should be able to own anything. Remember that. People like Letitia James, people like that, they believe, they don't believe in private property rights. So whatever something is worth, you have to value it by what the collective should be able to get. And that, those prices seem absurd. Now, in 2018, Letitia James went on a radio show with John Katsimides, and she said she was going to get Trump. She vowed to keep an eye on Trump. New York Post had a story about this, and we also have a clip, which I'll play you in a second. She said that we need to make sure the president is not enriching himself while in office. We need to make sure we're regulating foreign interests and foreign businesses. Now, first of all, There's nothing in the United States Constitution that empowers the attorney general of the state of New York to keep a watchful eye on the president of the United States and his foreign interests and foreign businesses. Okay, that's left to the United States Congress. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. That's left to Congress. It doesn't say in Article 1 when the impeachment clause, oh, Congress shall have the power to impeach the president for uh, bribery and other high crimes and misdemeanors. Oh, and also the attorney general of New York can also go after him, too. It doesn't say that. 
And, and and there's no no earthly idea in the world that the president that the founders would have ever thought, oh, yeah, an attorney general should be able to go after a sitting president. But Letitia James ran on that. She was the public advocate. And she ran on that point, vowing to get Trump. And she has, in the sense of she's he's in court today. She went after him and saying now that he defrauded the people of New York, it's $250 million civil fraud trial. So this is a civil issue, not a criminal issue, civil issue. First of all, who got defrauded here? Banks got repaid. But say a bank is stupid, all right, and doesn't want to send somebody to do an appraisal of a property. And the bank just says, oh, you're telling me this place is worth $50 million. All right, we'll take your word for it, and we'll, we'll give you a loan for that. Who's been defrauded here? The, the bank had every opportunity to, to do its own due diligence and say, we disagree. They can, they can send an appraiser out. And it happens all the time. The, it would be fraud if you said the place didn't exist. Or you said it existed, but it actually didn't exist. You know, if you said, listen, this, this building on one park place is awesome and it's worth $250 million. And there's no building there. That would be fraud. You say it's worth $250 million and the bank disagrees, and the bank will send an appraiser out and say, sorry, we disagree. We think the bank's only, the building's only worth $200 million. In fact, in the real estate market nowadays, it's gotten so crazy, and there's no middle-class homes anymore, that many sellers are making the potential buyers agree to something called an appraisal gap so that they go to buy the house, and the house is going for $600,000. But it's only going to appraise at $500,000 because the banks look at something known as comps. And if there's not a lot of stuff selling, and there isn't a lot of stuff selling because there's no inventory, the comps may show a different time in the market where that house would only go for $500,000. But it doesn't matter. You want to buy it for six hundred, So to you, it's worth $600,000. So for a lot of sellers right now, homeowners, they're, they're saying, okay, if you want to buy the house and you're going to, give, you're going to do a mortgage, you're not going to pay cash... You have to agree to cover whatever the gap in the appraisal is. So if the mortgage company is only going to write you a loan for $500,000, but you're buying the house for six, then you got to come up with the other hundred grand. And potential buyers are, are doing it because, there's again, there's no inventory. So something is worth whatever someone is willing to pay for it, period. In the, in the private free market, that's what we believe. And it's crazy stuff, too. You know, stuff that at one point, like, a, like a, a He-Man doll, a perfectly packaged He-Man doll that nobody's ever opened from the 1980s, or He-Man action figure, I should say, at the time was worth, like, what, eight bucks? Now it's worth thousands of dollars. Is it really? No, it's not worth anything other than somebody who wants to buy that is willing to pay that money. Last week we talked about uh, if you have old VHS tapes, you know, a perfectly pristine Goonies VHS tape will get you twenty five grand or something like that. Is a Goonies VHS worth twenty five thousand dollars? Yes, if somebody is willing to pay twenty five thousand dollars for it. But see, somebody like Letitia James would come in and say, "Well, that's fraud. It's not really worth that." Why not? It's worth whatever I can get for it. That's it. That's that's how you determine things in life. Her argument is, well, well, yeah, but these buildings, Trump went to the banks and said, this is only worth that much. Well, the banks aren't suing him. It's not the banks. The banks could go after him in civil court if they felt like they got ripped off, but they're not doing that. It's the state doing that, the state of New York. Because, again, people like Letitia James don't believe in private property rights. They believe the collective should set the price for the good of the group and central planning. 
And she also believes that we have to get Trump at any cost. That was her platform. She ran on this point. She ran on the point of stopping Trump. Now, we're going to keep Fox News on live, guys. If you would for me, keep it on. Uh, He may come out of the courthouse any moment now. And if he does start to speak, we'll take it live. He's had a lot to say today. He's been very fired up. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him either because this doesn't stop. It doesn't end. It's 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 crazy. It's insane what they're doing to the man. But like I said, maybe they should all give him an in-kind campaign contribution because it's it's only helping him. It's only helping him. At this point now, people feel as if they're doubling down on their support for him because of what all these people on the left are doing. Meanwhile, a lot of Americans right now are turning around and going, hey, you know what? Uh, I got a lot of problems in life. I got a lot of problems. And all you people in Washington seem to give a damn about is Ukraine. That's it. That's all you seem to care about. You don't seem to care about me and my problems. You don't seem to care about the United States of America. You don't seem to care about the border. And all you do is seem to care about going after Trump. That's what you seem to care about. That's what you seem to be obsessed with these days. At the at the very outset of this case today, Trump came out and said the attorney general is racist. She is a racist. And, and whether it's Letitia James or Alvin Bragg, they don't care about going after criminals, you understand. They're not, they're not concerned with going after criminals. In their mind, criminals are victims of people like Donald Trump. You know, rich people who, uh, who, who use capitalism to their advantage. And the poor and downtrodden have to resort to crime, like in Philadelphia again over the weekend, because they have no choice. Because they have been, they've been completely and utterly screwed over by the capitalist system. They believe this stuff i tell you this all the time the criminals are the victims looters and rioters are just expressing the frustration that they all have with the white heteronormative uh, paternalistic capitalistic white supremacist system which they all want to dismantle and tear down forget the fact that that america's economic system capitalism freedom liberty private property rights have helped more people get rich than anywhere else in the world but forget all that for a moment these people see victimhood everywhere and guys like Trump, they're the problem. Well, well, whether it's Trump or it's Elon Musk or it's Jeff Bezos or, or whoever, they made money and so they're the problem. They're the bad guys. They're the boogeyman and you got to get them. Trump in particular, though, because they hate him so much and they all believe that this is how they write their ticket, politically speaking. Whether it's the the district attorney in Georgia, the county prosecutor in Georgia who wants to run for governor, or it's the attorney general of New York who wants to run for governor, Or it's Alvin Bragg, who wants to run for mayor. Or it's the U.S. attorney, they're the special prosecutor going after Trump because he wants to also run for U.S. senator, governor someday. All of these people have huge political ambitions. And they all believe that if they get Trump, they'll, they'll be superstars in the Democrat Party. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong. I mean, the Democrat Party is 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 dying to get rid of this man because he's going to win. The problem is none of this is going to stop him from becoming the nominee. And none of this will stop him from becoming president. None of it. Somebody asked me over the weekend, they said, what do you think happens if Trump goes to jail? I said, nothing. He still gets elected. If he's the nominee, he's still going to get elected. And if he's in jail as, as the Republican primary goes on, he's still going to be the nominee. I mean, you might have, and I've joked about this before, I've joked about my my other movie, in addition to Cocaine White House Dogs, is Escape from Georgia, POTUS edition, where where the Secret Service has to go in and break into a Georgia prison and rescue the president on Inauguration Day so they can take him to D.C. so he can put his hand in the Bible and become the president. 
And you have a standoff between the Secret Service and the Georgia correction officials. And it's just like the movie The Rock, only it's a Georgia prison. And they have to get Trump to D.C. so he can become the president of the United States. I mean, it's a great movie. It's absurd. And obviously, the United States Supreme Court would say to Georgia, get him the hell out of prison. You can't, you can serve his term when he's done. He's the president now. But that's their goal. That's their dream. Their dream is to see him behind bars. None of this is going to lead to that. None of it. None of it. They're not going to keep him off the ballot with the 14th Amendment. I've told you that. Their other grand scheme, which is to say he's ineligible to be president because of the uh, he, he aided people in seditious conspiracy against America. That part of the 14th Amendment, particularly Section 3, does not apply to presidents. So the Supreme Court's going to throw that out. There's nothing they can do to stop him. He's going to beat Joe Biden. Bill Maher said it again this weekend. He said Ruth Bader Biden needs to go, needs to drop out of the race and needs to go. Because he's going to lose to Donald Trump. Gavin Newsom, who today just appointed a the first black lesbian woman to the United States Senate, although I don't know what a woman is. And he's all about in his statement about how she's all for women's rights and girls' rights. And she used to be the head of Emily's List, which is a huge pro-abortion lefty organization. She's not even from California originally. She's from Maryland. But, you know, they love carpetbaggers, whatever. And he appointed her today to fill Dianne Feinstein's seat. Newsom is just itching to run for president. And notice how he appointed a black woman to the U.S. Senate seat, because if he does have to go up against the current vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris, he wants to be able to turn around and say, I'm not a racist. I just appointed a black woman who's also a lesbian, by the way, to the U.S. Senate. So look at me. I'm all about empowering black lesbian women. The insanity of Washington, D.C. is just, it, it's, its I mean, it, it's, my head, it makes your head explode. Chuck Schumer came out and said, thanks to uh, Leader McConnell, we have now an agreement to keep the, the country going and to make sure that Ukraine gets all the funding it needs. This entire battle over keeping the government open wasn't about keeping the government open. It was about funding for Ukraine. Meanwhile, down at the border in Eagle Pass, Texas, you have thousands and thousands and thousands of people a day streaming over that border. And the United States border is wide open and nobody cares. I mean, we care, but they don't care. Well, I shouldn't say that they do care. They, they do care. They're very happy with what's happening. Oh, they are. They're thrilled. This is a huge success story. You have to realize something. What's happening down at the border is a huge success story. This is everything the left wants. The left wants open borders. They want people to stream into this country. They want to give them legal status. They want them all to become Democrats and then vote Democrat, and they can just run the tables on this country forever and ever. So everything's going swimmingly down at the border. No pun intended to those who swim across the Rio Grande. It's going swimmingly. And then you have idiots like Jamal Bowman, who pulled the fire alarm over the weekend to try to stop the vote that was going on on Capitol Hill, interfering with a congressional proceeding, which, of course, is a massive federal offense, which they've used against lots of people from January 6th and want to use against Donald Trump as well, interfering with a congressional proceeding. Uh, his excuse was, oh, yo, I was running late for votes and uh, I, I thought it was the, the emergency exit. So I pulled the fire alarm and because I thought it was the emergency exit, you know, so your excuse is you're an idiot. That's the excuse you're using. You're just that complete of a dumbass where you think pulling the fire alarm is what you do in that moment. He's in a lot of trouble and he should he should get arrested for that.
because it is a a a not only a, a against the law in D.C. to pull a fire alarm if there's not really a fire, but number two, it's also a federal violation, as you know, as we know, to interfere with an official congressional proceeding. So all that's happening, which is a lot of fun. And then the the governor of the state of New York, as the attorney general of the state of New York, goes on CNN today and says, we will get Trump. Justice will be served. She goes on today and says, listen, we love the Statue of Liberty. We love open borders. But New York's closed. Sorry, folks. New York State's closed. The Mossad front should have told you. It's a mess. We get back. I'll play you what Donald Trump said today. He was fired up. I have several clips for you of what the former president said. I'll also share with you what the attorney general of New York said, both in 2018 when she vowed to get Trump and what she said today as well. And the front cover of the Philadelphia magazine this weekend is the war down the shore. Will wind power save the shore or ruin it forever? And as you can imagine, Philadelphia magazine does its best to tell everybody that the whales are not dying because of the wind windmills and the windmills are going to be just great one thing i will give them credit for though is they actually do mention in the article that chris christie was a huge proponent of offshore wind while he was governor makes you wonder (laughs) who orsted's paying you know these days in terms of all their consulting and whatnot 855-839-1210 on twitter at rich zioli it's monday we're coming right back Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Only show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, it's Monday. A majority of Republicans in Congress back aiding and arming Ukraine. In stark contrast to Republican primary voters who appear overwhelmingly to favor candidates who want to end or lessen that support. That's from the Washington Examiner. Welcome back. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Yeah, this is what I mean about the disconnect here. Republicans in Congress and the Republican primary voters are completely and utterly off of the, the, the page here. Completely and utterly off the page. Over the weekend, the battle 
that was happening in Washington, D.C. was not about keeping the government of the United States open. It was about funding Ukraine. That's what the battle was all about. Don't 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 believe the lies from the corporate media that this was about anything else. It was about Ukraine funding. And the fact of the matter is that the Uniparty in Washington is going to keep giving Ukraine whatever it wants. Joe Biden said over the weekend that the the biggest priority, the most important thing is making sure Ukraine gets whatever it needs. I'll come back to that in just a moment. But first, this is Donald Trump today. The former president spoke before entering the court in New York. It's a little bit of a long cut, but I want you to hear it because I think he did a good job of explaining the case against him and the absolute political bias that's being shown towards him by the attorney general of New York, by the district attorney of New York. This is cut number four. Single greatest witch hunt of all time. We have a rogue judge who rules that properties are worth a tiny fraction, one one hundred, a tiny fraction of what they actually are. We have a racist attorney general who's a horror show who ran on the basis that she was going to get Trump before she even knew anything about me. She used this to run for governor. She failed in her attempt to run for governor. She had virtually no polling. She came back and she said, well, now I'll go back to get Trump again. And this is what we have. It's a scam. It's a sham. Just so you know, my financial statements are phenomenal. They are actually less in terms of the numbers used than the actual net worth. The actual net worth is substantially more. No bank was affected. No bank was hurt. They don't even know why they have to be involved. And they've so testified. They can't believe that they're involved because they were paid back on time. There were no defaults. There were no problems. And it was like a perfect client. In the meantime, people are being murdered all over the sidewalks of New York. There was no victim here. The banks were represented by the best, biggest, most prestigious law firms in the state of New York, actually in the country. Some of the biggest and best law firms, in all cases, the biggest and best law firms. That's who represented them. The banks got back their money. Again, there was never a default. There was never a problem. Everything was perfect. There was no crime. The crime is against me because we have a corrupt district attorney, but we have a corrupt attorney general. And it all comes down from the DOJ. They're totally coordinated this in Washington because I'm leading. I'm the leading candidate. I'm leading Biden by 10 points and I'm leading the Republicans by 50 and 60 points. That's pretty much they say over. I never accept that, but they say it's over. This has to do with election interference, plain and simple. They're trying to damage me so that I don't do as well as I'm doing in the election. Our country's gone to hell. We have a country that's in decline, serious decline. We have a man running our country who has no clue, doesn't know what he's doing, and you know it better than anybody because you have to cover him. What they've done with open borders, what they've done with interest rates and taxes, it's a disgrace. So what we have here is an attempt to hurt me in an election. It's an attempt to hurt me in an election. This never happened before, where President of the United States leaves office and gets indicted. And the reason I got indicted was that I ran. If I didn't run, I'd be sitting right now at a beach like Biden does every time, even though he's supposed to be working. <laughs> so very simply put, it's a witch hunt. It's a disgrace. We have a corrupt attorney general in the state. You see how she does? This trial was railroaded and fast-tracked. 
This trial could have been brought years ago, but they waited till I was right in the middle of my campaign. The same with other trials and indictments. It's all run by DOJ, which is corrupt in Washington. Everything goes through them. They're all corrupt people. Frankly, our country is corrupt. And that's one of the reasons I'm running. We're going to straighten it out. They have one property that's worth anywhere from 50 to 100 times what this judge put down as a value. Put down a value, $18 million. And the property's probably worth, could be anywhere from 50 to 100 times more than that. And a lot of those numbers could even be low. We have other properties, the same thing. So he devalued everything. I didn't even put in my best asset, which is the brand in terms of value. Coca-Cola, take a look at their value. They have a value. The value of their brand is more than everything else put together. My brand is extremely valuable. I didn't even use it in my financials. If I wanted to build up a financial statement, I would have built it up by using brand in addition to everything else. We have the greatest properties. We have among the greatest properties in the world. And I have to go through this. And, you know, the thing about it, too, is that in addition to having to go through all this, uh, Donald Trump has to answer in multiple jurisdictions while he's running for president of the United States of America. He's in court today. He's sitting there in court. He could be on the campaign trail. Now, he doesn't need to be because he's doing just fine. But this is the problem with going after our political enemies. And I remember when the left lectured us about this for years and years and years about why we don't go after our political enemies. And one of the biggest reasons why we don't go after our political enemies is because it takes a lot of time to fight for your innocence so that you don't have to either lose everything, which is what this case would amount to, or you you wind up losing your life because you're behind bars for the rest of your life takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of mental energy, and a lot of physical energy as well. And it's not fair for an American citizen who's trying to run for president to have to do all this stuff. That's why we typically don't do this. It's why it's never been done before. And it's why people like Joe Scarborough lectured for years, for years. Mika, we don't prosecute our political enemies in this country. It's decided by the voters and blah, 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 blah. I heard that for years. Well, it doesn't matter because, like I said, you know, Trump's going to be just fine here in all this. He will. He'll be just fine. But this is Letitia James from 2018. I told you she vowed to get Trump when she ran for attorney general of the state of New York. This was her entire plan. Take a listen. I've always received people who say, oh, I'm not going to bother to register to vote because my voice doesn't make a difference or I'm just one person. I say one one name, Donald Trump. That should motivate you. Get off your ass and vote. Will you, will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to know my name personally. I love it. He probably does. I love it. I love it. Sorry, is there more to that? Go ahead. Suing him, defending your rights, and going home. And I know the first part of that was a little bit tough to hear, but the woman says, I don't know if I should vote. My vote doesn't matter. And Letitia James says, I have one thing to say to you, Trump. She says, are you going to get him for us? Are you going to sue him for us? Oh, I'm going to sue him. I'm going to be a pain in his ass. He's going to know my name. She told John Katsimides the same thing on his radio show back in 2018. 
Letitia, and this was the headline, Letitia James vows to keep an eye on Trump if she wins the attorney general's seat. This is a woman who ran on a crusade to get the president of the United States of America, except she doesn't get to do that as the attorney general. If she ran for Congress on that platform, that's one thing. She ran for the United States Senate on that platform. That's one thing, too. You'd be, you'd be, if you win, you're in the legislature, you want to go after the president, you go after the president. Go ahead. The hell's the New York Attorney General have to deal with going after the president of the United States? Nothing. It's just a pure political vendetta. The Constitution's very clear. Congress is empowered to use impeachment, to go after a president for bribery and other high crimes and misdemeanors. But remember something. Letitia James's argument to John Katsimides on his 970 AM radio show at the time, the Katz Roundtable, was, <coughs> excuse me, we need to make sure the president is not enriching himself while in office. We need to make sure we're regulating foreign interests and foreign businesses. Again, not her job as the Attorney General of New York. But you realize something? Nothing in, in this trial today has to do with Donald Trump enriching himself while in office or enriching himself with foreign interests in foreign businesses. Now, I know who did, Joe Biden. We know that. And when the House began their impeachment inquiry last week, what did we hear from Democrats? Over and over and over again, we heard, there is not a scintilla of evidence. Jamie Raskin, with his cute analogy, coming out and saying, there, there, there's no smoking gun. There's not even a leaky water pistol. Ha, ha, ha. They kept saying that over and over, even though there's all kinds of different evidence in a very complicated international money laundering scheme involving Joe Biden and his family members across multiple countries around the world, making millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars through shell companies and family members that the, that the president, while well, he was vice president of the United States and who knows, maybe even as president did absolutely enrich himself. A hundred percent. Those are the allegations. Democrats tell us you can't pursue Joe Biden over those things. That's literally what Letitia James on ran on, even though she would not have the authority to do so as attorney general of New York. And by the way, none of the charges the state of New York leveled against him have anything to do with him making money as president while in office. So who got harmed here? Where's the victim? I mean, there's lots of victims every day in the streets of New York City. They're victims of crime. Just like there are in Philadelphia every single day. Another violent weekend in Philadelphia. But where are the, where are the victims in this case? Banks didn't get screwed. They got their money. Banks make decisions all the time. Am I going to lend that money? Am I, am I going uh, to file the, that insurance? Whatever it is. That's up to them. They, and if they feel like they got defrauded by somebody, well, then they can go after somebody civilly. Banks can sue you. Banks sue people all the time. And usually the defense is, hey, listen, we told you what we thought the property was worth and you had your due diligence. You did an appraisal. And usually it comes down to the fact of, did you get your money back? Banks take out loans all the time or issue loans all the time because they're going to make money off interest. And if they don't make the money off the interest because you foreclose on the property, they get the property, which adds to their portfolio. And so banks make risky loans all the time. It's up to a bank. It's up to them. That's up, that's that's up to them. They're, they're private entities and they can make those decisions. But the planning, the central planning committee doesn't like that. The collective doesn't like that. The collective doesn't like the fact that in the private marketplace, you may have to spend $900,000 for a two-bedroom home in a suburban community. They find that to be outrageous. 
But what's outrageous is the fact that you this this government this this government spending by this administration has caused such massive inflation. Inflation rates have driven up as a response, and now people can't afford things. That's the reality of the situation. That's what we're talking about. Here was Letitia James today on CNN again, vowing to get Trump, vowing to get justice in all of this. Cut number five. Good morning, everyone. Donald Trump and the other defendants have con- committed persistent and repeated fraud. Last week, we proved that in our motion for summary judgment. Today, uh, we will prove our other claims. My message is simple. No matter how powerful you are, no matter how much money you think you may have, no one is above the law. And it is my responsibility and my duty and my job to enforce it. The law is both powerful and fragile. And today in court, we will prove our case. I thank you all for being here. And again, justice will prevail. Justice will prevail. Meet the New York City cabbie turned judge overseeing Trump's corporate death penalty civil fraud trial. This guy was sitting there in court today smirking. Big old smile on his face. One of the most disrespectful things I've ever seen. Before Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Arthur Engeron weighed in on the future of Donald Trump's business empire. He did a stint as a New York City cabbie to make ends meet. No problem there. So did Jimmy Fallon. No problem. In fact, I respect cabbies more than most lawyers and judges. While getting his undergraduate degree from Columbia University in the 60s, Engeron drove a taxi cab, a job he later said was his third favorite after being a law clerk and sitting on the bench. Said, I love the freedom, the instant cash, getting to meet people, learning how to drive like a maniac without being caught. He said this after hearing arguments from the taxi industry urging him to block then-Mayor Michael Bloomberg's Outer Borough Street Hail plan. The Democratic judge revealed himself in another decision as a free speech absolutist who has been a member of the American Civil Liberties Union since 1994 and has participated in huge, sometimes boisterous, Vietnam War protests. He also taught piano and drum lessons and played the keyboard in a moderately successful bar band. These days, he's making upwards of $200,000 a year as a New York State Supreme Court justice and living in the affluent Long Island village of Great Neck with his third wife and four children. Well, listen, third time's the charm, am I right? Last week, the judge found Trump, 77, his family and his business, the Trump Organization, liable for fraud. The key claim in New York Attorney General Letitia James' sprawling $250 million lawsuit against the defendants. Though the 74-year-old Democratic judge has repeatedly ruled against Trump in the three years he's been presiding over the lawsuit, including when he forced Trump to sit for a day-long deposition, the two are both native New Yorkers, having been born in Queens in the late 1940s. The 35-page complaint came across the judge's desk two decades into his career on the bench, though it's not the first time he has sided against the former president. In April of 2022, the judge found Trump in contempt of court, for not complying with a subpoena issued by Letitia James's office. Two months later, after Trump and his attorneys met the conditions to lift the sanction, the judge ended the contempt order, but not before the 45th president coughed up $110,000 to the attorney general's office for failing to comply with the subpoena. Starting today, the judge and Trump meet again as the New York-born judge will preside over a non-jury trial in Manhattan to resolve remaining claims in the lawsuit against Trump, arguing that they committed years of fraud by exaggerating his wealth and value of assets uh, on financial statements that he used to get loans and make deals. 
As punishment, the judge said he would dissolve some of Trump's companies, a decision that could strip strip the former president of some of his namesake properties, including Trump Tower in Manhattan. The two-time GOP candidate called the penalties a corporate death penalty and referred to the judge as a deranged, Trump-hating judge who railroaded this fake case through a New York State court at a speed never before seen. Trump has denied any wrongdoing and claimed his financial statements have a disclaimer that they shouldn't be trusted, excusing him for any financial uh, liabilities. He said, the widespread radical attacks against me, my family, and my supporters has now involved, devolved into new un-American depths at the hands of a deranged New York State judge doing the bidding of a completely biased and corrupt prosecutor, in quotes, Letitia James, who ran for office based on a get Trump platform before even knowing anything about me. Today's action is a refutation of my status as the leading candidate for president of the United States, including with a substantial lead over Joe Biden. It is a terrible reminder. The radical left Democrats will stop at nothing in trying to prevent me and the American people from winning the 2024 presidential election. Regardless of party, we cannot let this happen in the United States of America. As my lead in the polls over Joe Biden continues to skyrocket, these corrupt and highly political prosecutors and judges are getting more and more desperate and dangerous. We are rapidly becoming a communist country, and my civil rights have been taken away from me. The New York State Attorney General went before a highly politicized Democrat judge who refused allowing the case to go to the commercial division where it belonged to simply rule, despite all the evidence to the contrary, that I committed fraud, which is both ridiculous and untrue. As an example, this Democrat operative valued Mar-a-Lago, the most spectacular and valuable property in Palm Beach, Florida, to be worth $18 million, when in actually, actuality could be worth almost 100 times that amount. He hated everything about me at a level I've never seen before, even beyond the hatred of that displayed by Letitia James. There was no trial and no jury for the supposed wrongdoing of fully paying back sophisticated Wall Street banks in full with interest, with no defaults, and with no victims. These banks were represented by the largest, most sophisticated law firms in the country. This Democrat political lawfare and a witch hunt at a level never before seen in our country. Uh, It's a damn shame that he has to deal with this, an absolute damn shame. But remember something. All of this is doing is helping him. Politically speaking, it's helping him. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you'd like to weigh in. Listen, my friends at Emmons Roofing and Siding have have done remarkable work for me and my home. I am so happy about the years-long relationship we've had. It first started when they did the roof on the house we live in now. Needed a new roof. They did a fantastic job. Summer Harvest was the color that Emmons chose back then. It's such a great job. I say, let's do the doors and let's do the windows. Years later, Emmons expanded. They are now in the remodeling part of the business as well. And Emmons Remodeling has been doing great work, including for me. They remodeled my kitchen. They remodeled my bathroom. And they did a great job each and every time. See, Matt and Stephanie, the owners of Emmons, they pride themselves on integrity and always doing the right thing. They serve our entire region. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, the Jersey Shore, and Delaware. You get a free estimate, of course. The job's going to be done on time. The job's actually going to get done, too. You know, a lot of these contractors today, they'll take a deposit. You never see them again. The work will be done. You'll be happy. You'll be happy you chose Emmons. 
again, it's not just like I use them for one project. I've used them for every project we've done on my home. Roof, windows, doors, siding, kitchen remodeling, bathroom remodeling. Emmons has done it all for me. So use the company that I trust. Go to EmmonsRemodeling.com to see their remodeling projects or visit their showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Or go to EmmonsRoofing.com and get your free estimate today. Before the winter comes, if you have any problems with your roof, get it inspected for free with Emmons. EmmonsRoofing.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. All righty. Monday it is. We got a lot to chat about. Uh, 855-839-1210. So uh, we'll get into Democrat Representative Jamal Bowman and his uh, bird brain excuse for why he pulled the fire alarm, which is absolutely ridiculous. We'll get into that in the next hour as well. Plus, the violence in Philadelphia over the weekend. So Philly Chit Chat, who does uh, really great work, posted something on Instagram earlier. And actually, my friend sent this to me. And um, it's, I mean, it's, it's just been an ins- another insane weekend in Philadelphia. And there was also a reporter who was gunned down as well. I mean, this the, the city is it, it, it's being overrun. We know that. We talk about it all the time. We know it's not accidental what happened. But Philly Chitchat points something out here, what happened over the weekend. This woman posted, uh, he said, um, I know we have to give him time, but I thought this would stop with the new police commissioner. I don't know what time this video was taken. The videographer is tagged at the bottom. The group went up and down the parkway by the art museum last night for hours. I live on the parkway. I gave up that anything would be done before, but this incident tells me something needs to be done. I'm so grateful that the woman did not get shot. Don't F with a mother. The guy is the reason we don't get out of the car when motorcyclists think we can cut them off. So what happened is this woman gets cut off. And she goes on and tells her story on Instagram. And basically what she says is that the guy cuts in front of her car with his motorcycle. Then he gets out and pulls a gun on her. And, you know, I mean, this is this is Philadelphia. This is what happens. You got these people who are it's chaos and lawlessness down the streets with their motorcycles or ATVs. This woman confronts the guy. He pushes, he pushes her. He shoves her. And... Pulls a gun on her, too. And then violently shoves this woman. And then jumps on her car and starts jumping up and down on her car. And look, the cops are trying. You know, I know the Philadelphia cops are trying. They, 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 they hate this more than anybody that they got to deal with this. Because they, they also know that Philadelphia is not going to do a damn thing about any of this. And they understand that you've got a district attorney in the city. You've got a mayor. And they don't, they don't care about crime and lawlessness. It's not their thing anymore. It really is not their thing. Seth Williams, you might have heard him on Dawn's show today. He did a great job. And, uh, it, you know, he's been a big critic of Larry Krasner. He's been going on and talking about how Larry Krasner continues, continues to destroy the city of Philadelphia. Even by trying to get people out of prison that, that Seth Williams sent away to prison. Under the guise that they were racist prosecution, Seth Williams, black. You know, Michael Nutter has come out and said these things, too. And Michael Nutter gets called a racist. Michael Nutter was black, is black. I mean, he was, but he was mayor, you know. And um, the, the entire point of everybody who's frustrated in the city right now is part of the reason why people want to get the hell out. They just have nowhere to go. And this, this journalist in, in Philadelphia, Josh Kruger, was shot and killed at his home last night. And police are searching for the killer. 
And look, I didn't get along with Josh Kruger on Twitter. In fact, we blocked each other at some point. I forget exactly the reason why. But it's horrible. I mean, it's 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 horrible that he was shot to death. And speaking of that, by the way, Meatball's attorney has some choice words for the media about the Philadelphia looting. And Meatball is now selling $35 mugshot shirts. And uh, that's also happening right now as we speak. So we'll talk more about Meatball as Meek Mill gets involved to try to raise money for Meatball's defense. Meatball, of course, as you remember, was the looter in Philadelphia last week who was filming the looting while Meatball was looting and has now been scared straight after actually spending a night behind bars. Because it's amazing what deterrence will do to somebody, is it not? All right, big four o'clock hour coming up. More on Trump. Biden says under any circumstances, we can't. Cannot allow America's support for Ukraine to be interrupted. The Uniparty is at it again, pushing more money for Ukraine, but Republican primary voters do not want this. So why do the Republican elected officials continue to push for more funding for Ukraine? Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.